is here on the Blaze Radio Network. It's Monday. Welcome to it. Best day of the week. Because that means it's all in front of us. Mm. Had the whole week to look forward to. Isn't that great? Yeah, it is. Fantastic. That's Thought great. that weekend would never end. Yeah? Yeah. You? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. there with you, Pat. Good. Good. I love Mondays. Right? Everybody does. Because it means five days of work, which is fantastic. Isn't it? It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are going to hell in a handbasket in the Middle East, of course. They just keep escalating. Uh, That's an evergreen uh, comment. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At pretty much any time in world history, you could, you could say that and it'd be accurate. Yeah. Uh, but here's a quick timeline from just the past week to show you that things are a, a little more seedy than they have been. Last Sunday, three U.S. soldiers were killed and 25 others injured. Uh, I thought it was 47 others. Man, these numbers continue to change pretty drastically. In that drone attack in Jordan, Biden vowed to respond, but didn't specify what that meant, which he shouldn't, frankly. I mean, you're not going to spell out for the enemy. All right, here's exactly what we're going to do and when we're going to do it. Well, Friday, the U.S. military struck more than 85 targets in Syria and Iraq in a retaliatory move. The military targeted facilities connected to the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Quds Force and militias backed by Iran. Estimated 40 people were killed in those attacks. Then Saturday, the U.S. and U.K., with support from six other allied countries, launched attacks at dozens of sites in Yemen controlled by Houthi militants. The attack uh, is, of course, related to everything else going on. Uh, around the Red Sea where the Houthis have been attacking commercial and military ships. And then yesterday, the Houthis vowed to respond to the U.S.'s attacks. Um, We were responding to your attacks. Yeah, right. Okay, this should be over. That's why we need to wipe these people out. And Iran warned the U.S. that carrying out more strikes will lead to more instability in the region. I think everybody understands that, but thank you for stating the obvious, Iran. That was... Perfect. Meanwhile, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan was on the Sunday shows yesterday answering questions about those airstrikes in the Middle East. He was asked about the possibility of attacking inside Iran. Have you ruled out strikes inside Iran? None of your business. Should be the well, answer. sitting here today on a national news program, I'm not going to get Thank into you. Okay, what we've good. ruled in and ruled out there from you the go. view of military action. What I will say mm-hmm. is that what will the president say? is determined to respond determined. forcefully sure. to attacks on our people. Sure. The president also is not looking for a wider war in the Middle East. But no. is it off the table? Are strikes inside Iran what off the table? What did you just tell table? you? <laughs> uh, Again, Kristen, Again. sitting here on television, it would not be wise for me right. uh, to talk about Thank what you. we're ruling in and ruling out. So you're not ruling it out? What, what the hell is wrong with you? Uh, I'll just say the same thing one more time, which is I'm not going to get into what's on the table and off the table when it comes to right. the American response. Jeez, buffoon. I mean, in fairness, this is the same administration that telegraphed their intentions for a week and then basically right, but allowed for the bad guys to take cover because, oh, we're coming. That's right. That's right. Uh, so they waited six days before they did anything so that it would minimize the damage. They want to show the American people that they're tough, but they didn't really want to hurt anybody or anything. 
And, you know, that's because, I partly because they're cowards, but also partly because we don't want to widen the conflict. So it is a tough line to walk. I'll grant them that. So it is difficult right now. It really is. But for her to continue to ask <laughs> what's on and off the table as far as military strikes, you can't, you can't answer that question. Uh, we're not going to say. So it is off the table. I'm not going to say. Well, what you're saying then is it is on the table. I'm not saying anything about the table. <laughs> it's not set. It's not unset. Okay. Is there anything on There's it? There's no table. Is there anything off it? <laughs> it's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Dumb. Yeah. After working for months uh, for a compromise on border security and funding overseas, the Senate just released a compromise plan mm. last night. Oh, this is okay? exciting. So, you know, here we are talking about the, the all of the strikes going on in the Middle East. Now we're talking about, all right, also, we need to ramp this thing up. We need to ramp it back up in Ukraine. We need to give Israel uh, $14.1 We need to send $20 billion to our own border. Anyway, here's some of the bullet points okay. where the money in the bill would go. Yeah, they're right there. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a video of no, where we... No, huh. no. No, we got a So we're not going to see a really cool visual of graphs mm -mm. and charts. No, sir. Oh, okay. $118 billion. $20 billion, you say, going to the border? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Stop the, the, the gravy train for the border. I know. $20 billion out of $118 well, billion, This is the compromise? $60 billion goes to Ukraine. Oh, my gosh. Call it the Ukraine funding 60 bill. $60 billion more. More for Ukraine. Mm -hmm. In addition to what everything we've already sent. You know, and finally that slowed down, and we haven't been doing it on a weekly basis because they've had this fight now, and thank goodness somebody came to their senses and said, wait a minute, you know what? Let's stop doing this. This is the dumbest bill ever. So $60 billion in aid to Ukraine, $14 billion, I think it's $14.1 billion, but what's $100 million among friends? And it's not even worth mentioning, right? <laughs> so you only talk about the $14 billion because unless it's in the billions, we don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's money for Taiwan. I think it was $2.4 billion or something uh, to Taiwan. And yeah, $20 billion for border security. As Matt Walsh tweeted out last night, for those keeping track at home, that's almost 400% more tax money for foreign countries than for than our own country. Yeah. And this also leaves the My border gosh. wide open. This has that stupid provision that says... Well, if we have a case where there's more than 5,000 yeah, 5, crossings a day, a day, per day, then the president can declare an emergency and shut it down. Can he? It doesn't say will. No. I mean, this is... Or shall. What in the hell? They ignore those words anyway. That's true. That's true. And this razor wire stuff, my goodness, that's been working. Uh, you see, Greg Abbott said that in a place where you would have 3,000 people crossing a day, we now have three. As in one, oh, wow. two, three people a day can get through the razor wire. Wow. That seems effective. Yeah, it is effective when you have, hmm. um, you know, National Guard soldiers standing there mm -hmm. at the razor wire saying, no, no. Wow. It's fascinating Again, how that works. You, you could do this instantly mm -hmm. if you wanted to. If you had the will, we could do it today. Even Bill Maher understands that concept. Did you hear what he had to say? Mm. 
about border security? I did not. Listen to this. Part two of the acting yeah. is Joe, is, is Joe okay. Biden saying, you know what, if you just give me a new law, a new law, why doesn't the president can fix this? He already has the existing law. And border Thank this, this is also right silly. I need a piece of yeah. paper from Congress to deal with the border. No, you already have that. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's Thank, right. You. So Thank you. Bill Maher and his audience mm-hmm. understand that. And how insane and insipid that response is. Yeah. Oh, if they just, if they'll just give me the authority, I'll shut it down today. <laughs> I, I heard this little, uh, this little blip on the uh, top of the hour newscast driving in this morning, and it said one of the provisions in the bill is that they will shorten the amount of time that illegals have to roam free throughout the country before they have to oh. report to their court date. The court date, yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. And it says, mm. but but uh, proponents are, are, are cautioned that uh, that would take several years to ramp up. Ha, okay. That's great. I mean, what in the world? We are not a real <sighs> country. You see Mike Johnson, Speaker Crazy. of the House, said, uh, quote, this is his tweet last night, I've mm. seen enough. This bill yeah. is even worse than we expected and won't come close to ending the border catastrophe the president has created. And it won't pass. As the lead Democrat negotiator proclaimed <laughs> under this legislation, the border never closes, end quote. But you see what they're doing. They're saying, hey, we tried to, yeah. oh, we tried to get him to, to oh. approve $20 billion so oh, that we yeah. could finally get this done. Mm-hmm. And they won't do it. They won't do it. Wait till the uh, State of the Union speech oh, in early March. Gosh. That's it's what he'll say. Ugly. Hey, look, my party tried. Ugly. They tried to shut it down. And no. Nope. Yeah, he will. Yes, he will. So $60 billion to uh, support Ukraine. $20.23 billion to secure the border, which is nonsense. Uh, $14.1 billion in security assistance for Israel. $10 billion in humanitarian assistance for civilians in conflict zones around the world, <laughs> including and especially the Gaza Strip and the West Bank. So they're going to start funding once again Hamas. That's where the money will end up. It'll end up in the hands of their leaders. And that's Hamas. $4.83 billion to support key regional partners in the Indo-Pacific and deter Chinese government aggression. So that's the uh, Taiwan aid. $2.44 billion to U.S. Central Command operations in the Red Sea. Uh, two point, oh, good, $2.33 because $60 billion wasn't enough for Ukraine. We also have $2.33 billion for Ukrainians and other refugees who've been displaced. And $400 million for the Nonprofit Security Grant Program, which I love mm. and we talk about so often. What's your big um, thing on that? Why do you like it so much? Uh, because I don't know that the audience is aware of this love you have. What it for does them. is help nonprofits, Keith, and places of worship uh, to make security enhancements. So we're I talking see. about mosques in oh. the Middle East a lot. You give them some oh. money for security. Oh, that's good. Make sure the evil Christians aren't trying to hurt them. Okay. That's important. Actually, I, I'm glad that's over there and not over here because that, that's, yeah. a, that's a nice foothold for the government. Yeah, we'll totally Didn't protect you guys while you worship inside. We're just going to need you to fill out this tax document here. Sure. <laughs> yep. Anytime you let them in, that's what they're going to do. They're going to start dictating to you. So that's, that's always fun. Um, so truckers now have arrived at the southern border. Okay. And on the border? Mm-hmm. Oh, they'll take care of the uh, the border fence with their trucks, right? Yeah, Just right. line them up, boys. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of truckers, did you see that uh, last week, you know, the uh, 
Oh, the Canadian Supreme Court. Somebody up there just ruled against Justin Trudeau. It wasn't the Supreme Court because he's going to appeal uh, that he overstepped his bounds, uh, his limitations mm. uh, against going after the truckers and their finances. Remember that during the oh, yeah. vaccine thing? Yeah. Anyway, just on the Good. side there. Good. Yeah. Look at this, man. We the people written on the side of that truck. It's fun. This is... I, I'm sure they consider that an extremist slogan oh, now. Definitely, definitely. It's gonna get interesting down there, that's for sure. Yeah, I look at that's a lot sure of is. participation. Look how far back. See the lights. It's awesome. It's like a Field of Dreams closing scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. If you close it, they will come. <laughs> Maybe they won't. <laughs> if you close it, they'll Maybe stop they coming. won't come. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, meanwhile, The Blaze posted a video that mm-hmm. apparently shows Texas building a wall, yeah. despite what the Biden administration I says. I look for more context on this. It was just a hmm. short, simple post by our Blaze folks that says that that's what they're doing, oh. well, but I couldn't is. find a story to go with it. So, okay. So, have we, so has uh, Abbott now instructed put a them? razor wire at the top of that. Right. You're all set. Have we graduated from razor wire? And now we're like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just... Just do the wall. We got the materials right there. They're just mm-hmm. rotting anyway. Yeah. I, I could not find more information on that, but I need it because that is, oh boy. That's <laughs> interesting. It sure is. And we'll no doubt set off another lawsuit by our federal government against Texas. Mm-hmm. Up in New York, uh, there's still fallout from the illegals who beat the NYPD police officers. Mm-hmm. Saw that on the street. They're right on the, on the street, seven of them against uh, two police officers. New Yorkers are beside themselves now that the crime from illegal aliens is on their own streets up there. (laughs) Instead of the streets in Texas and Arizona and California and New Mexico, now that it's affecting them directly, they're not that happy about it. No. Here's a report from CNN, and the anchors just have no words. (laughs) We don't don't touch our police officers. We don't touch anybody. Thank you, everybody. I mean, we're hearing a change when it comes to immigration in general from President yeah. Biden on down. What? To hear her talk about that, it is also directly related to the fact that these were police officers. Mm. Does that have any impact? Does that change anything? Well, it's so complicated because, you know, you're a New Yorker. You move through the city every day as I do. We see these people. We touch these people. They're out looking for work. They're delivering our food. They're at the gas stations and the car wash uh, I mean, these are people Is he talking who about came illegals here? in waves. Pause it for a second. Know, 100... They they deliver our food. They what do they do? Run that back a minute. I, I fir- at first I thought he was talking about New Yorkers. Uh, no, <laughs> he's talking about the illegals. Nah, he's got cover. You can say that on CNN or in a Democratic. Oh hearing. my gosh. Yeah. All right. Let's see this from the top again. <laughs> wow. Well. Well, it's so complicated because complicated. you know it's you're not. a New Yorker. No. You move through the city every day as I do. We see these people. We touch these people. They're out looking for work. They're That's delivering right. our food. They're the okay, station. they're out looking for work. They're delivering our food. We, they touch us. We touch them. Yeah, come on. They fill up our gas tanks. They do our lawns. <laughs> I mean, first of all, this is racist. Yeah. Secondly, you can't say that. And I thought, yeah, I thought stereotyping people like this was a bad thing. They uh, do it all the time. Power in the D, man. All the time. And he's defending the illegals who are beating police officers, who are driving drunk, who are killing people, who are bringing fentanyl across the border. Well, he goes on to explain that there is a way to stop this. There is a way. Let's hear it. 
car wash. Uh, mm. I mean, these are people who came in waves, you know, 170,000 probably to New York City. Um, but within that group, right, this hardworking Oh, you know, yeah. throngs of people in search of hope and a better life. There is this one percenter, you know, criminal element that looks at a different opportunity here. These individuals, I went over their rap sheets yesterday, multiple charges, grand larceny, robbery, mm-hmm. attempted robbery, grand larceny, grand what? larceny. Uh, this particular crew operated mm-hmm. on mopeds and scooters. They were doing organized retail theft. They were doing snatches on the street iPhones, iPads, clothing, so on and so no, forth. No, stop. Uh, one of them that they are still seeking has 10 charges on one day because he's part of a pattern that's been going on. And I'm looking at the dates that their arrest started, which is probably close to when they got here. They've only been here a couple of months. <laughs> so what the detectives are telling me listen, is listen. they have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, oh, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? And they said, because there you go to jail. Thank oh. you! Look, look, hey, they don't even know Fair what point. to say. Yeah. Keep us posted on this. <laughs> Keep us posted because I got nothing to follow up with. They don't know what to say. Incredible. Okay, they're committing crimes yes. in New York. Yes. Uh, stealing things. Yes. Then they go to Florida, spend the money uh, from their ill-gotten booty. Yes. And then they come back. But why don't they uh, steal in Florida? Uh, because they'll be put in jail there. Oh. Yeah. So he just admitted this Democrat-run area is enabling this, is encouraging, is promoting yeah. this behavior Incredible. because of their crappy laws, because of their touchy-feely mm-hmm. theories and value system. Oh, by the way, um, who was the wow. uh, who was the, the mm. DA that uh, released those illegals into the wilds? Uh, Alvin Bragg, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. <laughs> Remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the guy who went after Trump early on. I'm a little confused. Let's go. What because we're not coming after you. No one's coming after oh, you. That's, You're oh, that's good. I appreciate We've that. We've seen your papers. But didn't Trump say this and he got in trouble? Oh, yeah. Like uh, they're bringing what, drugs. But, yes. They're bringing crime. Right. They're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. How can you? All uh, right. Yes. Somebody's doing the raping. You remember how long they <laughs> they. they Cried and moaned right. about yes. that. That oh. guy said the same thing. You have yeah. you have uh, Jeb Bush to thank for the four years that we had with Donald Trump as president, because that if I if memory serves that that speech was not getting a lot of traction. That was his opening speech. Yes, that he came down the escalator, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, and then and then Jeb Bush plucked out of that. Yep. Oh my gosh, the hate from this guy! Can you believe this guy over here? And people went. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Actually, that resonates with Americans. That resonates with me. Uh, who's this Trump guy? Uh, well, let, let me hear about this campaign of his. Although Democrats, though, Democrats did jump on that Jeb Bush bandwagon and started bashing Trump because mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's a different deal. No. Now they're saying what he said, and it's perfectly acceptable. I, it's it's perfectly wild. Fine. What, a, what a country, <laughs> man. Incredible. What a country. And New York City still wants to hand out prepaid credit cards. To these illegals. Can you believe this? Funded by taxpayers, of course. $53 million plan. <laughs> 50 Cent. Oh, yeah. Saw this. He did. Posted a message on Instagram. Yeah, look at this. To Mayor Eric Adams. He had a point here. WTF, Mayor Adams. Call my phone. <laughs> I don't understand how this works. Somebody explain. Uh, so-and-so can't explain this. I'm stuck. Maybe Trump is the answer. 
Wow. <laughs> 50 cents. Speaking Maybe. of Trump in New York, uh, he said over the weekend, and I don't know if he has polling data, I, I don't know if he's just talking, uh, shooting from the hip here, but he thinks that he has a chance to win New York this time around. Uh, who oh, knows? Wow. Who knows, man? Boy, I well, want to live in that America. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you have a chance to win, have a Republican win New York. With what's been going on since this illegal onslaught in New York, in New York City, in New York State, and in Boston, and all up and down the East Coast, the, things are changing. Yeah. Attitudes are changing about the illegal alien situation. Now that they've got a nice little taste of mm-hmm. what it's like to be a border state, they don't like it. Yeah. And maybe that will swing enough people to vote for Trump to finally do something about it because they see that this administration is just making it worse. Yeah, I don't know if I sent in the Elon Musk tweet, but he tweeted uh, over the weekend. Did I send that in, Joe? Because, I mean, he has millions and millions of followers on Twitter, obviously. I mean, it's his platform, but I mean... A lot of people see his uh, messages, and he tweeted out, uh, Biden's strategy is very simple. Get as many illegals into the country as possible. Legalize them to create a permanent majority, a one-party state. That is why they are encouraging so much illegal immigration. Simple yet mm-hmm. effective. Mm-hmm. I mean, because he coupled that, when he tweeted that out, he coupled it with a, a news story that said that Joe Biden is looking to... Um, uh, basically legitimize these people, give them, it didn't say citizenship, but basically make them legal. Um, so what are they going to be next? Voters, obviously. That's, yes. I mean, that's the whole plan here. And it's, Well, yeah, uh, that's always been the plan from It's Democrats. almost like the great replacement theory was accurate. And almost like their plan from the very beginning. It's not, you know, that's not a Republican talking point. No. No, nobody no. has ever been. Nobody has ever said, "Hey, um, uh, white people are being uh, replaced by brown people." I mean, I don't know anybody who talks like that. What they were saying is the Democrats are trying to replace white people in this country, and can that even be disputed? <laughs> right? Come on now. I mean, yeah. it's obvious that that's what they want to happen. Yeah, and I mean, how if you're a New Yorker? How enraged are you when you see this plan to give $53 million in these prepaid credit cards to illegals? Mm-hmm. I love the Carol Roth tweeted out. Okay, what did she said something along the lines of, okay, hear me out. Take that money and use it to deport them. <laughs> what a concept. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty simple. It's yeah, pretty simple it to you yes, and to is. me and to right-thinking Americans. Yeah. But it would go against the... And Carol Roth is pretty moderate. Carol Roth is not like an extreme right-wing kook, but she gets it. That's the thing now. People are starting to understand, which is why this was such a brilliant plan. One of the best things politically any governor has ever done. Thank you, Greg, Greg Abbott, for that. I mean, not a perfect governor, but he's done some really good things, and this is definitely one of them. It has raised awareness like you can't believe about this border problem that nobody would have comprehended if he hadn't done what he did. So, pretty amazing. Uh, last year, because of you, Preborn's network of clinics saw over 58,000 babies saved. So, thanks to everybody who made this possible. Uh, Dominique really struggled with her faith. When she found out she was pregnant, she didn't know how she could 
carry a baby to term, but uh, she called on God for help and asked for a sign. Well, uh, incredibly, a man told her that there was a better way, and he walked her across the street from the probably a Planned Parenthood clinic to a preborn network clinic, which is why so many of these preborns are very close to Planned Parenthood clinics. When she saw her beautiful baby on an ultrasound and realized that was an actual person inside of her, the answer came loud and clear. She chose life for her precious son, Javon. These babies are truly miraculous, and every day, Preborn celebrates 200 miracles just like that. $28 a month can be the difference between the life or death of a child. When a mother meets her baby on an ultrasound and hears that heartbeat, it's a divine connection that doubles a baby's chance at life. So let's continue to join together here and help mothers choose life. Then once they've chosen life, preborn helps them afterward because that part is so important, so critical. So just dial pound 250 and then say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or you could visit preborn.com slash pat. Preborn.com slash pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Well, despite all the chaos and crime that Biden's policies have unleashed on America, he just wants to be our friend. Oh. At a moment of deep division in our nation, no. President Lincoln said, we are not enemies. He said, we are not enemies. Yeah, we heard you. But friends. Oh. We what? must not be enemies. Pregnant pause. He went on to say. I've long believed we he have to look no at each other, what even in our most challenging times, yeah. not as enemies, but as fellow Americans. <laughs> Scripture tells us. Oh, no, here we go. The fruit kidding me? of the Spirit is love, See? joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. I believe that's our collective calling today. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know where that was. Where was that? that over the weekend? He didn't know where he was either. Yeah. He didn't or know what, what he, he was reading, what he was saying. He had no idea. Yeah. No idea. But, you know, then the scripture part came, and you could tell how heartfelt it was. Uh, just like Jeffy, when he talks about reading his scriptures every morning on the way in. That's true. Uh, so yes. it was beautiful. Even that, was that guy really was beautiful. taking notes. He was like, oh, profound. Oh, yeah. You didn't yes. want to miss anything. He, yes. That's so. the same guy who stood in front of that... Uh, <laughs> Basically, Nazi background with his fist raised. Right. And, and the same guy who rails against yeah. half of America every single day. Now, all of a sudden, he wants to be friends. Bull crap. I don't know where that what was. Garbage. Ugh. He was campaigning this weekend. He had this to say to his supporters. So this is a group of folks assembled in this room. We're going to be able to say, God willing, that uh, you help this generation help save democracy. I mean, in a literal sense. In a literal sense. Uh, it literally, except for that's the one of fact those, that we're not a democracy. Yeah, that's one of those clips you pulled just so you can get our eyes out of Pat. Oh, man. You got, any, you got any comments to say? Literally saving democracy. Yeah, Pat. yeah. Except for the fact that we're not a democracy. Okay. We are not a democracy. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, just if I could make that point clear. It's not, uh, uh, that's not it might be the... the first time I've said that, so maybe you haven't heard that before. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to just emphasize, we are not 
a democracy. How ironic, though, that 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 old geezer fart. I'll stop there. Um, he is out there talking about we got to be friends, mm-hmm. we got to save democracy, and both him and his party and and those in his <laughs> evil army are doing everything they can to keep his likely presidential opponent off the ballot in every state. Yeah, you love in that. In so many states. Yeah, I it's love like, that. but no, we're gonna get along and and we're gonna save mm-hmm. democracy. Yeah. Except for I'm not gonna let you vote for the guy you want to vote for. Yeah, so that right. would be crazy. Which, by the way, I mean, he would love to have his obviously be the only name on the ballot. But um, mm-hmm. did you see that uh, the the president of Ecuador just got uh, reelected with 87 percent of the vote, legitimately, not like Saddam Husseinville. But, um, I mean, this guy's awesome down there. Look at South America with Argentina and, mm-hmm. and, and you got Ecuador mm-hmm. with, because uh, that was the guy that was pushing ivermectin, Bitcoin, cleaned up all the gangs. Right. Look to South America as the shining beacon of freedom as we go forward. <laughs> Seriously, that's, that's I mean, amazing. the world has been flipped upside down. No question. It's, it's, it's tragic. It's it depressing. Is. Yes, it is. But I'm happy that but here some we parts are. of the world have freedom. Yeah, it's nice that some people <laughs> get it. And, you know, it's that pendulum thing. Yeah. The pendulum swung so far to the left mm-hmm. in Central and South America that now it is swung equally far back to the right in some cases. And, you know, they're looking for Trump-like characters because that's what it's going to take to restore their countries. You're going to have to do something radically different than you've been doing to save your country. And we're experiencing that here, too. (laughs) 888-900-3393. More Pac-Ray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. some tweets here. Paco D tweets, even Bill Maher understands. Somehow that is not comforting. (laughs) It's not comforting that even Bill Maher understands? Well, Hmm. once he realizes that the majority of immigrants coming across are Catholic, then he will go back to the other side. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Vicki Johnston tweets, in regards to our southern border, color me curious. Exactly how are three still getting over the razor wire? <laughs> oh, yeah. Abbott said three instead of 3,000 are getting through every day where the razor wire is. Catapult, trebuchet, <laughs> hang glider. We need answers and a way to make that number zero. Probably <laughs> never going to make the number zero. I mean, I'd take it if it's three. Yeah. I'll take that. I mean, that's a Kudos massive improvement. Because, I mean, if they're doing that, they're, they're, they're yeah, ingenuity. And- yeah. They yep. got skills. Uh, it might be pole vault. They might might have some really good Oh, pole then you vaulters. have to award them not only <laughs> asylum, but citizenship yeah. if you're launching yourself into America. Because, I mean, we're talking, what, 20 uh-huh. feet? 25 feet? <laughs> you're getting close to world record pole vaults. Hey, and the good news is when they land and break their arm, they'll have free health care waiting for them here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Lone Wolf 2965, that guy needs to be investigated, investigated if he's walking around the streets of New York. Touching people. <laughs> All right, the CNN guy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Unrepentant thought criminal. Uh, CNN host calls the illegals in New York City hardworking, then lists all the crimes they're committing. 
Apparently crime is hard work. That's fair. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, man. Meanwhile, PBS has released a documentary just in time for the election year. Uh, which <laughs> Watch this clip uh, here because the January 6th committee has really admitted in this that the whole January 6th committee situation and primetime television show was all made for TV. It was just, uh, it was kabuki theater, just like we said it was during that time period. Uh, watch this. Thompson's committee had gathered a trove of information. The challenge, what to do with it. The one thing that we knew was the information that we have is compelling. And a douchebag. The <laughs> thing we needed to do was tell that to the American people in a compelling oh, way. Uh, compelling way. So that's why we brought in a former president <laughs> of ABC News. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got a call pretty much yeah, out call. of the blue Did you? Um, from the January the 6th committee. Yeah, I got a call. They wanted, they wanted a storyteller. And Pause while they were second. brilliant, they were so brilliant. We, we turned to a British storyteller for this. <laughs> Isn't that great? That mm-hmm. should tell you everything you need to know right there. <laughs> so I got a call. This is staggering to me. But I'm sure nobody's going to, nobody will pay attention to this. It'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned at the time that Wow, they've got a, a guy from the, the world of TV mm-hmm. coming to produce this. Mm-hmm. But they're going a step further and saying, oh, yeah, it was totally like a miniseries. Yeah, well, watch this. Listen to what they say, how they compare it uh, to TV. And while they were brilliant, they were brilliant lawyers. Right. Storytelling for a mass audience is not what they do. That's not what they do. To bring in a guy well, like this mean. who would think outside the box yeah. really did prove to be fruitful. Did and it, it was Goldston who really began uh-huh. to envision this as, as, in a way, a kind of miniseries. Oh. That there would be you know, sort of nine episodes <laughs> and that these episodes would tackle particular themes. Incredible. Attack on the Capitol. The investigation. The That's first the hearing theme. was primetime television. As the nation is about to witness a defining moment. Wow. The first hearing before the country, the results of the January 6th investigation. <laughs> this is an extraordinary moment in American history. When it came to that first hearing, we knew how high the stakes were. It's about to hold its first primetime hearing. We were either going to, you know, make people you realize know, that this was important, important, you know, or once once you've lost them, you've, you've lost them for good. Mm-hmm. On the evening of June 9th, 8.01 p.m., the doors opened. My heart was beating pretty fast on June 9th. Uh-huh. And it, it was a real question uh, of, uh-huh. yeah, is this going to work or not? All right, everybody, here we go. Five on the Jeez. line. Please. I'm in this tiny control room right up the stairs from Cannon Caucus, and we count down to to the start of the hearing. And at that point, what can you do? Uh, not much. I'm thinking. In three, two, one. Uh, and. The select committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol will be in order. Without objection. We wanted to make sure that this was a presentation that would grab the audience and hold on to them. Chairman Thompson loved to say, Mm. it's got to pop. You failed. Hmm. You didn't hold on to them. Wow. That's amazing. Honestly, I don't know the answer to this. But I want to know if week two of the XFL back in the day had higher ratings than the January 6th committee. Uh, uh, probably that was probably uh, they, they they don't even hide it man so who did the special effects 
for him? Did they bring in Spielberg for that or Lucas Lucas Films? What's his What's the name of his uh, special effects? It's uh, I don't know, but it's like the state of the art one, mm. you know. Uh, that he's he's got in Silicon Valley. Mm. I forget what he calls that, okay. but maybe they came in and did the special effects. That's great. I mean, we well. knew it was theater at the time, but to hear them admit it is uh is interesting industrial light and magic yeah okay yep well no, they didn't they didn't they didn't need all those special effects because they didn't use 99 percent of the camera uh, angles that they had so jeez hmm. they didn't need all that well uh despite was, all of this yeah. democrats may have a big problem this year with the black vote hmm? msnbc went to a black barber shop msnbc uh, did this. msnbc yeah Okay. There are some people in your orbit who are either voting for Donald Trump or considering it? For sure. A lot of my friends are obviously my age, so we're a little younger. We've only voted once, you know, for actually for a president. And Trump is kind of all we know. And they're kind of Trump and Biden. They're like, well, we were broke with Biden. We weren't with Trump. And that's kind of the only thing that I'm hearing over and over again, over and over again, is that well, Trump, we had money. Oh, wait, what? With Trump, we had money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that should be a bumper sticker for every American. Yeah. With Trump, With Trump we had money. We had money. <laughs> ah, yes. That goes a long way in an election uh, mm-hmm. cycle. Uh, so, yeah, let's just not forget that slogan. With Trump, we had money. <laughs> I love it. Then we got this. Uh, leftists threatening to attack conservatives at home. In church, should Trump win the 2024 election? Oh boy, that's fun. Wait, 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 hold. hold. Yeah, you can play this. We need to go find out where they live, Mm. where they go to church, who they hang around with, and bird dog they asses. Bird dog they asses. God, wow. Okay, so that's just wow. That that kind of sets the stage for this article that you've got. Radical leftists uh, gathered outside the Heritage Foundation to demand t- a stop to Project 2025, the conservative nonprofit's plan for how they want a future Republican president to run the country. Mm-hmm. Earlier this week, progressive rally goers staged a protest, intimidating and threatening conservatives who want Trump back in office. Their focus is to demolish conservatives who plan to destroy the left's radical agenda that has made the United States unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. Activists held signs that read Heritage Foundation is toxic to the nation and stop the coup 2025. <laughs> Do they know what a coup is? <laughs> they also hung signs and crime scene tape around the building. Oh. One of the protesters uh, was captured on video threatening to harass staffers at their homes and churches. Was that the guy? That was the we guy. Just saw? Yeah, it was the guy. At the same time... Another said accused Project 2025 of uh, turning the United States into a Christian conservative autocracy that's authoritarianism. <laughs> oh, God. Stop. And Christina Desky, leader of Stop the Coup 2025, described that the organization is intended as a big tent in opposition and that their plan B is to be prepared in case the Republicans win in 2024. Uh-huh. J.W. Walker, a New York-based anti-fascist or Antifa organizer, is also part of the group. Wait, what now? I'm sorry, Antifa what? Yeah, it's a part of the group. Oh, that's good. So. We have to embarrass them. 
That's the tactic. Find out where they live. Find out where their office is. When we disrupt business as usual, they pay attention. Money is their god. When we mess with their money, they will listen to you. It doesn't even register on the radar of outrage among anyone. (sighs) The left doesn't even care. No, they don't care. Remember now, this is still the same country... Technically, that uh, lost its mind on the left when Sarah Palin says we need to target these congressional districts. Oh my gosh, the hateful, violent rhetoric! Yeah. And then you got this guy and that group. Let's listen to this guy again, can we? (laughs) We need to go find out where they live, where they go to church. Oh my god. Who they hang around with, and bird dog their asses. Sounds like a terrorist threat to me. Hmm. Fascinating. Oh, man. Jeez. Boy, it's going to be a yeah, fun year. We've come a long way since Target the District from Sarah Palin. Uh, we've come a long way since then. And here's one of those leftists. That's uh, what we just Oh, uh, that's, yeah. yeah. But Nikki Haley still thinks she has a chance to beat Trump, of course, for the nomination. <laughs> That's cute. She was given some free airtime on Saturday night live. This was weird, man. Over the weekend. What is up? Okay, our next question comes from someone who describes herself as a concerned South Carolina voter. <laughs> yes, hello. Uh, My question is, uh, why brother. won't you debate Nikki Haley? <laughs> Oh my God, it's her, the woman who was in charge of security on January 6th. It's Nancy Pelosi. For the 100th time, that is not Nancy Pelosi. Alec Baldwin is is so much better. Are you doing okay, Donald? You might need a mental competency test. You know what I did? I took the test and I aced it, okay? Perfect score. They said I'm 100% mental. And, you know, I'm competent because I'm a man. That's why a woman should never run our economy. Women are terrible with money. In fact, a woman I know recently asked me for $83.3 million. (laughs) And you spent $50 million in your own legal fees. Do you need to borrow some money? Oh, Nikki, don't do this, Nikki. (laughs) Nikki Kiki Davi. (laughs) Nikki, don't lose that number. Nikki Haley, Uh, Joel Osment. Nikki Haley, Joel Osment, we call her. Six cents, remember that one? I see dead people. (laughs) He had to remind the audience why that was funny. Yeah, that's what voters will say if they see you and Joe on the ballot. Oh, that's not very nice, Nikki. It's not nice. And I'm always very nice to you, except when I'm implying you weren't born in this country. Even though you're from South Carolina, and now I'm going to beat you in your state. And did you win your home state in the last election? I won Staten Island. (laughs) And the parts of Long Island where the fist fights happen, where they they get out of the cars if you honk at them. I love my world star whites. So bad. So bad. All right, well, that is a new How is this show still on the air? Okay, we have time for one more question, and it's actually for Ambassador Haley. I was just curious, what would you say was the main cause of the Civil War? Um, And do you think it starts with an S and ends with a lavery? (laughs) Yep, I probably should have said that the first time. And live from New York, Uh. it's Saturday night. Embarrassing. It's it's really embarrassing. (laughs) I just... How do you... How do you put that on national television? Who was worse every though? week? Nikki Haley as herself or the Trump impersonator guy? <laughs> uh, Nikki Haley as herself. 
for sure. Because that impersonation, where is Alec Baldwin? Is he in jail yet? Is that why he couldn't do that? Or I don't know. Whole thing's bad. That was so Just bad. Poor, poorly written. That says a lot about executed. her, though. Like, why would you go to SNL? What conservatives watching she's SNL? She's trying to destroy every single chance she has with any conservative yeah, in this well, country. Well, on Sunday morning, social media was going after Lorne Michaels for even, I guess, extending the invite. I don't know how that whole yeah, thing Yeah, I bet down. they were. I don't, I don't bet know. they were. Did they reach out to her? Did she reach out to them? I have no idea. Crazy. Jeez. Gross. Speaking of the $83 million, though, uh... Maybe we'll, I, I don't know if we can get to all of this, but uh, Gavin McInnes came up with uh, 25 reasons E. Jean Carroll won't get one penny of oh. the $83 million from Good. Trump. Good. Uh, he said, here's the 25 reasons <laughs> why that's crazy. Okay. Number one, uh, E. Jean Carroll has said rape is sexy. I'm not sure that's going to affect it, but uh, she talked about think of the fantasies. That was her big deal on on the rape situation. Anderson Cooper. The yeah. Fantasies. Wow. Okay. Uh, number two, she's already bragging about shopping sprees. Uh, she, in fact, she said she was going to take um, Rachel Maddow to Paris or something, get her an apartment, a penthouse apartment, take and take her to Paris, and take her fishing, and buy her fishing equipment, all of that. Need to take Rachel Maddow to Joseph A. Bank. Honestly, the scenario she described uh, came from her t- favorite TV show. I'm not sure I knew this. She's uh, apparently a really big Law and Order fan, mm-hmm. and there's an episode in yeah. Law and Order yep. where a man muscles his way into a changing room at Bergdorf Goodman, where she says the rape happened, and sexually molests a woman. <laughs> She's also she was also a huge fan of The Apprentice. So after she got raped by the guy, she loved to watch him on TV every week. (laughs) Strange, isn't it? I mean, it does make this very, very bizarre. But this is the stuff that he's listing that should have prevented this guilty verdict to begin with. I know. She didn't want to press criminal charges. Um, Number five, they changed the law. The case had no merit because the statute of limitations on civil action had passed. So what happened? They changed the law. Number six, the man who backed the lawsuit is a major DNC donor. Yep. Reed Hoffman. Uh, number seven, the whole thing was George Conway's idea, apparently. Though she denies it, it's clear this entire plan was concocted by uh, George Conway at a radical leftist cocktail party in Manhattan. Interesting. I hadn't heard that. Uh, number eight, her lawyer is desperate to fix her reputation as a rape enabler. Number nine, Carol's dress didn't exist back then. Uh, she said the rape happened in the early 1990s. Yeah, that's right. She couldn't even pin down what year it was. When you've been raped, would you not remember the exact time, place, day, all of those things? You'd circle it on your calendar. You would remember something like this. She didn't. She didn't know. It could have been 92, 93, 94, 95. Um, anyway, we just learned the particular dress she said she uh, allegedly was wearing didn't even exist. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. This is some good stuff. Uh, number 10. She can't remember when uh, we just covered this, when the rape happened. Uh, she won't let anyone test her coat for DNA. Hmm. She doesn't know if... Uh, oh, my. I'm not even going to read that one. Hmm? Uh, number 13, she's a serial accuser. Despite being 
uh, three and a half, according to McKinnis. She's claimed men have sexually assaulted her at least half a dozen times. Okay. Now there's more. Perhaps we'll get to it. Pat Gray Unleashed. Gray is here mm-hmm. on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we were just uh, talking about the uh, some of the reasons from Gavin McInnes. Some of the reasons that he doesn't believe E. Jean Carroll will get any of that uh, eighty three million dollars she was just awarded in the civil trial against uh, Donald Trump. As we've discussed multiple times. Seems like a an incredibly specious lawsuit. It is totally unreasonable. It doesn't make any sense. It never has. I, I don't know how she won either time. She won the five million dollar judgment months ago, and then just recently, was it last week? She won the eighty three million dollars. Total of eighty eight million dollars supposedly that uh, Donald Trump now owes her. But here's some of the weird things she has said and done, and some of the things that give you pause and make you think she might not ever see a penny of this because certainly there's going to be an appeal on this uh but she is called rape sexy think of the fantasies was her line uh she's bragging about shopping sprees taking rachel maddow to paris uh the scenario she described seems to have come from her favorite tv show law and order where they did an episode where a man muscles a woman uh, into a changing room at Bergdorf, Bergdorf Goodman, where this supposedly took place, and sexually molests her. Same thing as the TV show. She didn't want to press criminal charges. Uh, New York had to change the law to allow the lawsuit. The man who backed the lawsuit is a major DNC donor. Uh, this is thought to have been George Conway's idea start to finish. Um, her dress, the, the dress she claimed she was wearing at the time when Donald Trump raped her didn't even exist back in the early 90s when it supposedly happened. She can't remember, in fact, when the rape happened. Exactly. It was nine, 1993 or 1994 or 1995. She doesn't know. She won't let anybody test her coat she was wearing for DNA. Uh... She's a serial mm. accuser. She, she claims that she's been sexually assaulted at least half a dozen times. She said it wasn't sexual. Uh, she's not his type, of course, uh, and that pissed her off. She was hurt by that. <laughs> the judge and Carol's lawyer are friends. Hmm. Yeah, that came out That's after the fact. Yeah. And that is grounds for a mistrial, according uh-huh. to some. So we'll see. She didn't talk to anybody about the alleged assault until she finally did. Uh, even if it's true, the settlement would be tiny, like one fraction of $83 million. She doesn't deserve a cent, in my opinion. But they say that in a situation like this, the most you would be awarded is like $28,000. So we're about $82,972,000 off. Eighty-two million nine hundred seventy-two thousand dollars off. For a second, um, she said women love being abducted. 
told that to Charlie Rose back in 1995. Hmm. Okay. That goes goes back to the time when uh, men would beat the women unconscious and drag them by the hair back to their cave. (laughs) Apparently, she thought that was pretty pretty hot. Okay. Uh, She said it wasn't a big deal. I'm a mature woman. I can handle it. Hmm. Then why do you need $83 million to recover? Uh, Let's not forget the mouse house she lives in. She's a hoarder. I mean, these just all go to her mental stability. She's not stable mentally. Um, Her cat is named Vagina. Mm -hmm. Interesting. She writes notes to herself. And uh, Carol also said she wanted to rape Trump. What? Yeah, apparently she thought about having rough sex with him in the changing room. She would would make for a funny story. Hmm. Well, oh, geez, this makes no sense at all. I, none of it makes sense. And that's that's kind of the point of why she shouldn't be getting a penny of his money. I'm kind of hung up, though, on one of the things you mentioned that uh, McKinnis points out. Uh, she writes notes to herself. Mm-hmm. Um, hello? Well, I mean, the reminders. There's a fine line between note to yourself and right. reminder to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be careful with that one. <laughs> Uh, also, earlier uh, we mentioned the truckers who arrived at the southern border yeah. to try to make a difference there. In France, farmers blocked major cities there and got the government to respond. <laughs> French farmers demanding just prices and less bureaucratic red tape awesome. began lifting blockades across the country on Friday after the government made further concessions. So it worked. Mm-hmm. To a degree, yeah. Uh, President Emmanuel Macron's government has pledged it will scrap plans to raise tax contributions on tractor diesel, ease pesticide regulations, and put a pause on new fallow land rules and additional safety checks on food imports. These were costly policies endorsed by Klaus Schwab and the WEF. With the pledges from the French government... Uh, one farmer said, we're not 100% satisfied. It's certain that there's been measures taken. It's always better than nothing. But hey, we're not going to give up. Oh, good. More, more blockades coming, apparently. Meanwhile, the protests that started in France have now spread to other European countries, including Belgium, where <laughs> Dutch and Belgian farmers banded together to block the border between Belgium and the oh, Netherlands oh. on Friday. Uh, EU countries are all taking their turn. They kind of just kind of just kind of going around there because we've had germany italy mm-hmm. uh i mean i guess it's back around to the dutch farmers there I mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I the netherlands this. have been one of the forerunners on this whole movement mm-hmm. they've been involved in this for a while um but did did joe go to wasn't he supposed to go to you east know, palestine over the weekend did he do that I looked I haven't everywhere. seen anything either on and, that. And then yesterday he had a tweet that said something. Uh, did I print this up? Oh, yeah. Because the whole thing last week was he's going to be there for the one-year anniversary, which was yeah. Saturday of the mm-hmm. massive train derailment. And then he tweeted out, uh, let's see, on, on Saturday, this month I'll travel to East Palestine, Ohio, to meet with residents impacted by the Norfolk Southern train derailment to discuss our commitment to supporting this community for as long as it takes and how we will continue to hold Norfolk Southern accountable. Remember, he hasn't been there, and it's been a, mm-hmm. a year now, but I haven't seen anything. I checked the presidential schedule, the public schedule. There was nothing on it uh, that said anything about Ohio for this mm. weekend. Hmm. It's weird. 
Uh, this is a flashback to a reporter asking <laughs> when he'd get to East Palestine <laughs> and the site of the train derailment. <clears throat> you are said in March that you would go to East Palestine, Ohio. You came here. How come you haven't gone to East Palestine yet? Well, I haven't had the occasion to go to East Palestine. There's a lot going on yeah. here, mm-hmm. and I just haven't been able to break. I was yeah, thinking that I'd go to East Palestine on the left there. this week, but I then was reminded I've got to go literally around the world. I'm going from uh, from Washington to India to Vietnam, to, and so I, it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. Yeah, it's, it's over a year now. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening... Over a year. Uh, that video of him babbling was juxtaposed with him sunning on the beach. How many times has he been to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, uh, St. Croix? I mean, he's... He goes to Rehoboth all the time. All the time. He's had the opportunity. No. I would argue. Please. Yeah. I can't wait to see the video. That is going to be a PR nightmare. If they do anything publicly in that town. I mean, you're going to hear booing. You're going to hear... It's going to be... Yeah, I don't think he'll be well-received there in East Palestine. I don't think they appreciate him. He'll be well received as he was in Maui. Remember that? Oh yeah, he was very well. Can we talk about Maui, Maui yeah. by the way? Oh yeah. Can we put put the images up from Maui. Speaking of disasters that More the Biden administration doesn't care about. No, no. Oh my gosh! Look at this. We we got. Uh, oh gosh, is this? Uh, Nick Sortor has posted this. He says West Maui and Lahaina residents are literally being forced out of their homes into literal roadside tents due to Biden's FEMA. Because FEMA's housing efforts Mm. have been a total failure, they've now resulted in coercing landlords to evict their current tenants and replace them with FEMA tenants. FEMA has driven rent prices through the roof, causing housing to become unaffordable to the masses as FEMA is paying at least 130% above market rates. Meanwhile, short-term rentals sit vacant. Many of these newly displaced mm. residents have lost their jobs due to the fire anyway, so their only choice is to be homeless or move off the island. They're receiving absolutely zero aid whatsoever. Where is Joe Biden? Weren't they getting like $200 checks? Like, bro, uh, make a stretch. Yeah, it was about that. I mean, it's you talk about being completely forgotten. Meanwhile, we've got, what, the Senate saying, well, we're about to send $60 billion more to Ukraine. What of it? It's just, it's madness. And by the way, did Ukraine bomb a, back, a bakery? Do we have confirmation on that? Russia claiming Ukraine has bombed a bakery, killing mm. dozens of innocents there. But, I mean, this this administration, this president is so just out. He's gone with any kind of problem that this nation faces. And people, people would say Trump has no empathy. Are you kidding me? 180 degrees mm. from where Joe Biden's brain is. It's, it's, it's sad to see this country. He's the worst. State. He's the worst. Yes, he is. So we don't know when he's going to get to East Palestine, but I'm sure you guys are really eagerly awaiting that visit. Oh, yeah, they can't wait. They can't wait for the dear leader to show up. Oh, speaking of dear leaders, (laughs) uh, Kim Jong-un has a propaganda video out that you might want to take a look at. A propaganda video? What do you mean? This guy's a hero. Look at this. He's going to fly this jet. (laughs) Is he the best pilot in the history of the planet? 
that's probably what they're saying now. I don't, I don't yeah, have any translation on there, but you know, the that's man what who saying. has captured a unicorn and hit 18 holes. Oh no, that was his dad. Yeah, his dad was a god. So didn't he descend from the sky? Yeah. In a, mm -hmm. What's he pointing at? What, yeah. what is he? I'm going over there. Yes, I'm pushing buttons. Look at me. <laughs> don't leave your hand up there too long. People will think you're flying. Now I have to execute you. The narrator is very excited very about excited. this. Yes, yes, very excited. Well, she does have a gun to her head as she's reading the script. <laughs> you said it, man. Oh boy, that's good stuff. That is that's good stuff. We need one of those for Joe Biden, our right? leader. Because yeah, yeah. Because apparently there are people who don't appreciate him the way they should. You know, and we got to fix that. Did you get your government issued Joe Biden picture hanging in your in your household? Oh, of course. You got to yeah. keep that yeah, thing yeah. dusted and yes. you know that, right? Absolutely. And lit up just, at yeah. all times. Yeah, you cannot absolutely just let it. You don't hang it and forget it. No, you don't. You understand? And you pray to it every single day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, wait. Oh, they'd like that, wouldn't they? They would like that. <laughs> they'd like that. The left, the left would absolutely love if America they would. were like that. Yeah, they would. Yeah, no question. As long as it's their approved guy. All right, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. They've been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider for a long time, for 10 years at least. Uh, Glenn and the team there have been great supporters of this show, which is one of the reasons I'm proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage. They give you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. So important. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, our military and veterans, and first responders. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching really easy. You can keep your number if you want. You can keep your phone or upgrade both. Their team will help you find just exactly the best plan for you. Go to PatriotMobile.com Pat, or you could call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Pat. So join me and make the switch today to Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com PatriotMobile.com slash Pat or call 972-PATRIOT. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. And some tweets here uh, concerning E. Jean Carroll and her absolute bizarre behavior. <laughs> Lynn tweets, women certainly do not love to be abducted. She sounds like a psycho nut job going after Trump. Yes. Uh, Johnny Ringo, they actually did come up with a date on the Trump accusation by E. Jean. Oh. The 19th of never. Mm -hmm. That sounds about right. Democrats always cheat. Does E. Jean Carroll write notes to herself or does she write love notes to herself? She definitely seems like the type that would be doing the latter. <laughs> Yeah, and here's uh, proof of her favorite television show, Law and & Order, uh, and this is apparently, this might be allegedly where she got the idea. It, it was not her fantasy, it was mine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ah, role play took place in uh, the dressing room of Bergdorf's. Uh, while she was trying on lingerie, I would burst in. Hold on. Shocking. Right. Yeah. Mm -mm. Wow. 
The only thing that didn't happen was that they didn't say it was Donald J. Trump. That's uh, that's about the only difference. What was that? Was that? Uh, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. Was that Kevin Pollack, man? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I love that guy. <laughs> sorry. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat unleashed on Twitter last night was the Grammys presentation. Oh, yeah, it was historic. Yeah, it was absolutely. You're historic. into it, aren't you? Oh my gosh, just the fabulous music uh, that, and you know, women won this time, which apparently has never happened before or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a woman has never won a Grammy before, despite the fact that I think. Oh wow! The biggest Grammy winner in history is in fact a woman mm. named Beyonce Knowles, by the way. So, uh, I, but last night was historic nonetheless. Okay. Best pop solo performance went to Miley Cyrus for Flowers. That was the big winner. Uh, some of the other nominees <laughs> were Doja Cat, Paint the Town Red, Billie Eilish, What Was I Made For from Barbie, Taylor Swift didn't win that particular uh, category, and Olivia Rodrigo with Vampire. Best R&B song went to Ja for Snooze. One of my favorites. So good. Just that one song? Snooze? No, yeah. I love oh, okay. all of her. You want to sing a little bit for latest us? Latest works. I really don't. The I chorus. Can't, I don't sing well, and I, I don't think you'd appreciate it. Best pop, pop vocal album went to Taylor Swift, though, for Midnight's. And was this the big win for her, the number four? Uh, nobody's ever won four in that category before. Until, I don't know, but that's when she Taylor released Swift. her new album as soon as she won the 13th Grammy because mm. her favorite number is 13. Uh-huh. So she won another one. Well, she won a couple last night. Song of the Year went to Billie Eilish for What Was I Made For from Barbie. Uh, best New Artist, Victoria Monet. No idea who that is. Uh, Record of the Year was Flowers by Miley Cyrus again. The Album of the Year, I think that's the category, where she won her fourth. Album of the Year, Midnights by Taylor Swift. Mm. Uh, okay. So, yeah, it was a big, historic, fantastic Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus night. Now, obviously, you're not only a big fan of all the uh, aforementioned artists, but mm-hmm. you're also a big fan of the rapper who goes by the name of Killer. Yeah, Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Killer yeah. Mike. Thank you. Killer Thank Mike. You. That's what it was. Yep. So not, not Big Mike. No, Killer not Big Mike. Mike. Yeah. I believe no. Killer Mike won three Grammys last night. And then was promptly... Uh, in a pair uh, of handcuffs. Was arrested. arrested. and walked off in a <laughs> pair of handcuffs. Yeah. Now, they said it was separate from the Grammys, so uh-huh. was there a warrant for his arrest? I don't know, but they must have known... For assault? We'll just get him. We know he'll be there. Yeah, we know he'll be at the Grammys. Wares. And he was, and they arrested him there. So That's, that's awesome. But yeah, that's no. fun. <laughs> okay. Did you guys see the conspiracy theory that is rampant in <laughs> during the red carpet event? Miley Cyrus was with her bodyguard, and his left arm did not move as a normal left arm moves. So there's in this two theories: is that the umbrella that he was holding mm-hmm. uh-huh. was a hidden gun inside of it to okay. protect her, or the guy had a left fake arm. Okay. Which is why the arm was not moving. And you sent this video in, yes? Mm. I did not. Did not. I mm. didn't know Pat was going to cover, you know, okay. this well, Miley Cyrus. It, what, I mean, it's my favorite oh subject. Oh my gosh, yeah. You the seen Grammys. It, uh, Hang on. Huh. Keith, it's interesting, right? Yeah, that's interesting. So here, here's, the, uh, here's the bodyguard. In his left hand, he's carrying a black umbrella. Yep. Okay. And it's not moving. And, well, I mean... Well, I mean, what's it supposed to be doing? Yeah, what was it supposed to just? Is like, that not how you 
<laughs> not move when you're holding a black umbrella? I don't know. That, I, I think I, I think I more know. concerning is there wasn't a cloud in the sky, right? Or was there? Was there rain? I don't know. There was rain here. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. This is, uh, where was this? In LA? LA, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's all it's doing right now is raining. I hope y'all are safe out there. Yeah. That's been insane. So who knows? Mm. But that's an interesting theory. Who knows? Not my theory. Yeah. It didn't look very unusual to me. Yeah. I'm wow. Really that's what we're do, do you guys, apart. I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> I Does am that shocked. look unusual to you, Keith? No, hey, I mean, it didn't seem extraordinary at all. <laughs> okay. I, All right. I can't. I, I lost the, respect. Is he the only one carrying an umbrella there? He is. He's the only one. And he it seems like he can't even like hold it properly. It's just was too he so, heavy. Was he so I don't know what I'm <laughs> You guys, it's, it's really <laughs> upsetting. I'm getting Trust upset. Me, like, I'm really getting upset. Board. Yeah, we want to join you, but I can't I can't find a reason to yeah. join you, Chris. I see what it is. Big umbrella got you guys. <laughs> big umbrella. Yeah, big umbrella. Yeah, yeah. you're right. We're on the take from them. <laughs> now, now I'm, I'm just watching this video. I'm like expecting mm. to see like uh, there's a magazine hanging out. Like, what am I looking for here? <laughs> the arm not moving. <laughs> That's what you're looking for. Huh. His arm is totally real. I guess she. I guess Miley, when she performed the song "Flowers," she chastised the audience for acting like they didn't know the song. Why are you acting like you don't know the song? Really? Oh, oh get over yeah. yourself. And then Taylor yeah. Swift used a fan to cover her mouth every time she talked. Because last time during mm. the Golden Globes, there was a lip reader that was oh. saying everything that she was saying, oh. I guess. And oh, really? I guess that's not supposed to happen. Okay. So oh, I her, thought maybe she had a cold sore. Her her her, her majesty could not have her lips read. Interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Oof. Everything she does is fascinating. Oh, duh. I'll, yeah. say, I'll say, if, if mm. we're going to talk about, about all these wonderful mm. artists, mm-hmm. I'd like to go back to the Umbrella Talk. Um, cause that was actually more, more compelling, more compelling than the covering of the mouth thing. So what, what is that all about? Did somebody, did somebody, uh, re- write her speech for her? Is that what it was? And they were, no, it was while she was at the table Okay, and the camera panned to her. Was she saying bad things about the I other? I don't even again. Like I didn't think you guys or? were going to cover this. Yeah, yeah. So, so you didn't really. I, look I didn't into really it. look into it. All right. Well, it. thanks for bringing up things you didn't really look into. Have, That's I, have I told you guys That's about helpful, um, the bodyguard for <laughs> Miley Cyrus? Well, is either a fake arm or a f- yeah umbrella? Or he's holding umbrella. a gun. Yeah, something. Yeah, one of the two. About that. One of the two. Oh, it's, so what you're saying to me right now? Mm-hmm. If it was a vaccine injury, you would have been all over it. Oh, but I'm 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 being made fun of because. I think he was holding a gun with a fake arm. Now, if he walked into the Grammys and then he collapsed, yeah. well, you know, then we're yeah, keep, we're on to something. Keep, keep paddling in there. You know? <laughs> if you look at did his he, face, did he oh, die? No, I gotta suddenly? go look at his face. Okay, he looks zombified. I thought he was gonna drop. All right, I was waiting for a now you're vaccine something. injury. Yes, now so you're on to something. Zoom into his face, Keith, <laughs> and you'll see something. <laughs> I see nothing. All right. Well, we'll we'll zoom in on his face. I got a conspiracy we'll for you. How about there? the Minnesota state flag? You know, last week we mentioned it briefly, but uh, thank you to Fury and Energy for sending me an even more compelling comparison. This is a state in Somalia. Look at that. Which, which is, is which? Is yeah. which? So uh, you've got the uh, the one on the left is the uh, is Minnesota. It, no, no, it's is Somalia. The Somalia state. And then of, the one on the right is the new uh-huh. Minnesota flag. Yeah, uh, that is interesting. It certainly is similar. If you're it? listening, just My take gosh. our word for it. It's it's similar. Very, very similar. Huh. 
Huh, is right. I mean, that can't just be a coincidence. Especially when of all 50 states, it's Minnesota, which has the biggest Somali population going yeah. in this country. I mean, second only to Somalia for Somali right. population. Most of the country now lives here. Uh, Most so. of every country now lives here. <laughs> yeah, true. That is true. <laughs> All right. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. of the Valentine's Day boxes left. If you want to send a nice Valentine cookie box to your loved one, uh, they're going to sell out very, very quickly today. So, kexi.com. Last day for guaranteed delivery by Valentine's Day. They still might arrive by Valentine's if you order after this, but you can't guarantee it after today because of the... Because of we, we don't actually control the shipping of it. <laughs> so the, the shipping people can't guarantee it uh, after today. But go to kexi.com, K-E-K-S-I.com. Delicious cookies that uh, your loved one are going to really appreciate. Does that promo code still works? Oh, yeah. The pro- promo code does work. Winter Blues for 10% off. Winter Blues. Just like the Canon episode. Except it was winter something else, wasn't it? What was it? Went to, it was Varsity Blues. Oh, Varsity. It was Varsity Blues? Yeah. Varsity Blues. But that's not the promo code, though. No. No, it's Winter Blues. <laughs> uh, two interesting stories over the weekend in the mainstream news about kids who regret transitioning. Mm-hmm. This is really a, a scary thing because it's become a social contagion. And it's really being pushed and promoted in a lot of schools the new york times ran a headline as kids they thought they were trans they no longer do Ooh, okay that's a that's a problem if you transitioned when you thought you were trans because now you're not and you didn't wait and see if that worked itself out grace powell was 12 or 13 when she discovered she could be a boy. At 17, desperate to begin hormone therapy, Powell broke the news to her parents. They sent her to a gender specialist to make sure she was serious. Okay. Uh, In the fall of her senior year of high school, she started cross-sex hormones. She had a... Oh, man. She had a double mastectomy the summer before college, then went off as a transgendered man named Grayson to Sarah Lawrence College, where she was paired with a male roommate on a, on a men's floor. At 5'3", she felt she came across as a very effeminate gay man. At no point during her medical or surgical transition, Powell says, did anyone ask her about the reasons behind her gender dysphoria Boy. or her depression. Why would you ask? It's perfectly normal. It's perfectly great. In fact, it's really preferred now, right? If you're not trans, there's something wrong with you. Ah, this is scary stuff. Um, at no point was she asked about her sexual orientation, 
And at no point was she asked about any previous trauma, and so neither the therapists nor the doctors ever learned that she had been sexually abused as a child. I wish there had been more open conversations. Powell, now 23 and detransitioned, says, but I was told there is one cure and one thing to do if this is your problem and this will help you. Progressives often portray the heated debate over childhood transgendered care as a clash between those who are trying to help growing members of children express what they believe their genders to be and conservative politicians who won't let kids be themselves. But right-wing demagogues are not the only ones who have inflamed this debate. Okay, this is, keep in mind, from the New York Times. Transgender activists have pushed their own ideological extremism, especially by pressing for a treatment orthodoxy that has faced increased scrutiny in recent years. Under that model of care, clinicians are expected to affirm a young person's assertion of gender identity and even provide medical treatment before or even without exploring other possible sources of distress. My gosh. And by the way, gender affirming is not gender affirming. Gender affirming care would be, I don't know, you're affirming the gender that they really are. Right? Wouldn't that be affirming their gender? You're affirming transition here. And if you don't do that, then you're in danger of losing your child. Man, this is just uh, really, really dangerous stuff. Laura Edwards Leeper, the founding psychologist to the first pediatric gender clinic in the United States said that when she started her practice in 2007, most of her patients had long-standing and deep-seated gender dysphoria. Mm -hmm. Transitioning clearly made sense for almost all of them, and any mental health issues, they were generally resolved through gender transition. But that is just not the case anymore. She told me recently, uh, told the author of this particular article while she doesn't regret transitioning the earlier cohort of patients and opposes government bans on transgender medical care she said as far as i can tell there are no professional organizations who are stepping in to regulate what's going on Hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean should there be somebody regulating what's going on here yeah and she talked about how like you just mentioned you know early on yeah everybody coming in here um they they knew what they were doing. They were transitioning, and now but we're now just it's a social contagion flooded with people that look at it as a fad. Really, yeah, it's it's, it's so sad. Also, in the Daily Mail, gay teens who couldn't come to terms with their sexuality are now sharing how they removed their breasts and genitals in the false hope that becoming transgender would cure them. As concerns mount that gender affirming care for children is homophobic (laughs) jeez what a world what a world gay teenagers disturbed by their own sexuality have described deciding life would be better as a transgender person and undergoing surgery only to regret it several years later the young people said that in hindsight drastic surgical operations were offered with insufficient discussion or thought Their stories emerged as concern grows that so-called gender-affirming care for kids is homophobic 
as it permanently changes the bodies of children and young adults who are not transgender, but merely trying to come to terms with their sexuality. (laughs) This is really, really sad uh, that kids are going through this and they're not they're not being advised well. And they're being pushed into things that are permanent. Permanent changes to their body when they could just be confused. I mean, how often have all of us been confused at some point in our formative years? And nobody's talking to these children about any of this. No. They're just like, yep, we're ready to lop off body parts. Let's go. Let's get you on puberty blockers right away. And then we'll start uh, making changes to your physical body. Well, wait a minute. Maybe there's some underlying problem there. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's some other kind of depression. Should we look at that maybe before we start cutting off breasts? Yeah. And wow. I mean, story after story of kids that have gone through this. I mean, the, the underlying theme of all this is I wish somebody had talked to me about other options. Before I got down this road this far, but to, but they don't. Yeah, they they constantly just say nope. They just said let's go. Yep, let's go. And in fact, um, I think it was in Canada in this article. I think one of the articles I forget which one it was maybe the Daily Mail one said something like the people who are starting these these groups for these kids that have been led astray. Mm. This they're being set up by people who have transitioned. That have seen, oh my gosh, okay, it may have been the right thing for me, but definitely not for these kids. This is, uh, and they're the ones that are now saying, all right, we got to put our foot down. Can we see the Gays Against Groomers tweet that that promoted this, uh, one of these articles over the weekend? Uh, This says it all perfectly. Gay teenagers disturbed by their own sexuality have described deciding life would be better without, would be better as a transgender person and undergoing surgery only to get to regret it several years later we've been saying uh we've been saying it this whole time and the truth is coming out now this movement uses intersectional buzzwords and hides behind our community to shield itself uh from criticism while enacting an anti-gay pharmaceutical agenda wow transing minors in the new gay conversion is the new gay conversion therapy uh for many reasons including how blatantly homophobic it is Mm -hmm. it has no place in american society ban it yeah that's according to gays against groomers i mean that's exactly what this is it is an (laughs) anti-gay agenda to trans Mm -hmm. these kids Instead of saying, does oh, seem that way, oh so it? you're confused by your sexuality? Well, maybe you're gay. No, no, no. It's you're confused by your sexuality? Well, maybe we should lop off your body parts and have you wreck your whole life. Hmm. This is exactly what they said it is. An anti-gay movement hiding behind the gay movement in the gay colors. I mean, this is, it's, it's so obvious. That's such a great point. It's seriously, it's just so obvious what they're doing and... I don't know mm. if people are waking up to this, to to the full, what is happening here. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Because, I, I mean, so. may, maybe, they're, maybe they're seeing it for, hey, let's make sure we give kids options. But do they see that they've been hiding behind the gay movement this whole time? That's the other oh, part no. of this. I mean, do they see it? I think, yes, I think it's a, a concerted effort to do that, to use the gay agenda um, against itself. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to admit that. They'll never say that. But we will. Uh, We'll definitely say it. Uh, And just did, as a matter of fact. (laughs) Uh, All right. 
Guys, do you feel like, uh, do you feel the heat of Valentine's Day breathing down your neck? No. I know I do. It's what, uh, nine days away? A week from Wednesday. A week from Wednesday? Oh, man. So, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Here's something you can definitely do, and that's get some fresh flowers from Books, which is short for bouquets. But Books has you covered with 25% off your entire purchase at the Books company. Just ordered uh, some for my wife. Absolutely beautiful. Gosh, they arrived fresh and beautiful, and she's had them for about a week now, and they're still fresh and beautiful. That's because they come farm fresh. They order them directly from the farms. Books is really easy. Uh, You can buy roses in one click. You can uh, choose one of their unique modern designs if you want that you can't find anywhere else, like the 100 red roses that you've heard about. Valentine's Day is the 14th, a week from Wednesday. I've already placed my order. Please do place yours quickly here. Don't believe it when she says, no, you don't have to get me anything. (laughs) She said that like three times, though. Really? No. It's still a lie. Every time. Yeah, it's at least three lies if she said it three times. Uh, Books, <laughs> short for bouquet. So, B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Books dot com. Use the promo code PAT. Get 25% off. B-O-U-Q-S. Books dot com. Promo code PAT. That gray is unleashed. On a lighter note, uh, did we did we show the Elmo tweet last week? I don't know. If this is lighter, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's let's Elmo, see. bro. It's Elmo. Okay. Yeah, he's not. I don't know if you know this. He's not real. Oh, is it not? What? Yeah, he's not yeah, real. So, so Elmo tweets out uh, last week because you know monsters have access to Twitter. Uh, wow. Elmo is glad he asked. Okay. So anyway, this is a because uh, he he said he. Uh, the, no, no, because this is missing the context where um, where he, he said, hey, this is the follow-up tweet. He originally tweeted out, um, uh, how's it going? Which, you know, Pat Which loves love when it. strangers yeah. come up to him and be like, hey, what's how's going on? How's it going? How you doing? So far. Yeah. Jeez, oh, so, I just had a guy. Uh, oh, no. Every time I get a person out to the house to fix something, <laughs> they can't stop talking. Oh, no. They can't. And, and I, I love to talk to people. Yeah. You know that. I love to discuss things. I, mean, I love to get into small talk. I just, There is a time limit in my head, however. And if you exceed that time limit, I I, it switches over to like, uh, I can't Where do you stand go? another second Where do you, Where's your brain go? It, it goes... I start making lists. Yeah. You start babbling, I'm just I'm thinking yeah, of what I'm, I'm like, doing next. How can I end this conversation? And the longer you babble... The you longer know, the list, and then I'm going to yeah. forget things, and I'm going to get pissed at you because I just forgot the list I made because I was already pissed with you. But my uh, our, one of our garage doors broke, and is spring on it. You got to call someone for that. You got to call someone. I, I can't fix this garage. I can't fix anything, but let alone yeah. a garage, a 500 pound garage door. Ooh. So out he comes, and the first thing he starts into is, "So how's your day going so far? My garage door just broke. It's going to cost me two thousand yeah. dollars. Wow. You could maybe answer." your own question there okay not going well so far (laughs) but he had to explain every single 
item don't care in the garage don't and care. how it worked and why it was that way didn't ask i, I don't didn't care. ask i don't care just fix it did that's he talk all I politics want. with you? I, no, he didn't get it. Did he talk about Jesus with you? No, he did not. Because my plumber did. Did really? See, he I, talked about politics and Jesus that two hours that he was there. But you love like, to talk about Jesus, so yeah. that was probably great, right? That part, yes. yes. The first part, okay. no. Well, yeah, that's why he, Chris and Jeffy get along so well. Right. So, um, okay. Honestly, I, I just <laughs> had this plan come into my head. You've got to keep a text drafted to like your best friend. Mm-hmm. And, and like the text is just constantly, it just says help, right? Mm. And then, and then oh, if yeah. you're in these situations, and then like, they call. Oh, I've got that that, oh, that yeah, text drafted sorry, to Ben. Sorry, sorry, I got it. Just got a send, call. Send. <laughs> oh crap! I got to take this call. Oh, is that? A, it's your buddy calling. That's huh? a good idea. Yeah. yeah, that's a good huh? idea. But what if he waits for you to finish the call with your wife? Because she called, she got locked out of her car, and he mm-hmm. waits and then continues the conversation. What's plan? I never B? come back. I don't come back yeah. until he's done with the job. Yeah, he's he's got to go check on the beavers yeah. down at the creek. Yeah, oh, sorry, got to go. Sorry, I'm completely booked the rest of the day now. Dang it! I mean, that's, I'd love to have this conversation that, yeah. about about how the inner workings uh-huh. of my garage door operate. I'd love to keep hearing about mm-hmm. it. I really would. The mm-hmm. tension on it. And and how much I should be yeah. lubricating oh, yeah. each of the joints. I would uh-huh. love to continue Regular, this. It's called preventative maintenance. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. By the way, I, I kind of use. I mean, this is before we had cell phones and could text and stuff. I've been college. I mean, that's how I got a wife, y'all. I mean, I, yeah. I, I had to meet Carrie's boyfriend coming to town. Oh. And and I heard they were coming up the stairs. Like she called and said, "Hey, we're getting caught. Why don't you meet my boyfriend?" You know. And then so uh, I called my friend down the hall real quick. I'm like, Brian, you call me in five minutes. Period. Don't ask me questions. I'll explain it later. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm out there. I'm talking to this guy. I'm like acting like I really like him, and I don't really have the hots for his girlfriend. And then my <laughs> phone rings, and I'm like, Oh, my grandmother's calling today. I gotta go. So I totally uh, used uh, Nana. Uh, in a roundabout way to say, oh, I got to take this call long distance, you know, and mm. this is when she can talk. So that got, got me off the hook with that conversation because okay. I didn't want to have that uncomfortable conversation with this guy. And did it get you into Carrie's good graces? Because we know how that worked out. Yeah. Somehow yeah. So that, like, it turned yeah, out. So instead of me completely huh. ruining the whole thing mm-hmm. by making an ass out of myself and telling this right. guy the truth. You escaped what, early. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was yeah. awesome. Nice. I think Brian called a little quicker than that. So it actually worked out beautifully. <laughs> anyway, Elmo tweets out, how's your day going so far? Something like that. And people just start unloading about like how bad life is. The country sucks. The world sucks. Everything's on fire. I hate my life. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then Elmo, that's when Elmo like replied, oh, I'm so glad I asked, you know, and like, here's some mental health, uh, 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 resources for you. Be sure to call. Oh, we got mental health help from Elmo. Yeah, yeah. Cause, okay. Yeah, so, and like all of his little buddies. Good. Like, like uh, I know that uh, Bert and Ernie and Big Bird started tweeting like, hey, everything's cool, y'all. Like they totally, they totally miscalculated how this would land with the public on social media. But then, wow. then you got Elmo doing the little mental health tour on mm-hmm. the Today Show. And actually, Elmo may need therapy after what happened to him with Larry David on there. Watch this, man. It's crazy. Let's go over to Alfred, check of the weather. Oh, and not yet, not wait, yet, wait, wait, not wait, not wait, 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 First time Elmo's ever been attacked by anyone. Ask permission, ask permission before you touch people. Let's talk about how you feel. 
They would have canceled the show album if they were last season. No. Okay, that's an awkward moment. Very awkward. Somebody had to do it. Anybody really surprised? Somebody has to. He's going to sue y'all for the teaser. I'm going to sue him for a Wow, that's, uh, that's right, Louie. It's an awkward uh, moment. Okay. Al has no idea right. what to do. Let's, uh, let's Nobody does. Nobody on that <laughs> set knows. What, what do you do, though? I don't know. <laughs> it's Larry David. He's unpredictable. Uh-huh. That's who he is. <laughs> do we know why he was strangling Elmo like that? He felt America's. <laughs> yeah, he's like, after was that it tweet, the tweet after, the weekend? after that tweet, he yeah. was like, Oh, I got my chance for payback. This this monster's had had it coming for a long time. Oh, 100%. I'm gonna be the one to deliver. Tickle me, Elmo. Seriously, yeah. right? <laughs> Tickle me, Elmo. Right. That says it all. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that was a long time coming too. Because when was that? Like 20 years ago? Sure oh, was. Yes, it was. 20 plus. Yes, sir. Mm, man, <laughs> we are Larry David. That's <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> if you can relate to Larry David <laughs> strangling Elmo the yeah. Muppet. Yeah, I think times are not good. Hey, that could be a, that could be <laughs> a meme. Not good. That could be a meme. Larry David is America. Joe Biden is Elmo. Uh-huh. That's how we feel. Oh, oh no, man. I, I would never go that no, far. Come no, no. What are you honey. talking Physically assault no. the president, of the, the rightfully <laughs> no. elected president of the United States. I know you're right. kidding, right, Chris? Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Right. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was joking. I my bad. I love that. Do man. not revoke my citizenship, please. <laughs> yeah, they will. And no, they, they won't. Uh, well, they, oh, no, they he's might. here legally. Yeah, yes, they will. Yes. Yeah, he will. Um, all right. Apparently, uh, things are not going well for Tesla right oh, now. No, no, no. Tesla's uh, lost like billions of dollars, even $100 billion or something in the last little while. Now there's a video of a Tesla crash. Mm-hmm. Highway surveillance footage shows a Tesla Model S vehicle changing lanes and then abruptly... Breaking in the far left lane this is of wild. the San Francisco Bay Bridge. Look at this thing. Look at this. And it caused watch, an eight car. Watch the far right there. Pile it just up. stops. It just stops. Oh no! Crash! 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 Watch this one goes flying up. Oh, oh wow! Gosh! Oh geez! And so we don't know why the Tesla saw. I stopped. haven't seen the reason why. Uh, the aftermath. Now, okay. First of all. You know that the, the... Are we sure that it was driving itself at that point? Yeah, I know that much. Okay. It, it, it started to mm. go over. It came to a stop. But I love the the artist, mm. uh, uh, whoever did this uh, photograph and set up the shot there. Let's put a baby car- a stroller right in the frame here. Because there was an actual two-year-old that, that was in the crash, though. Uh, okay. Um, but... There you go. That's uh, we got we got a ways to go with the old. Uh, yeah, we do. This is why I cars. would not trust the full drive mode Mm-mm. on this. The driver told police he was using Tesla's new full self-driving feature mm. uh, before the left signal and brakes activated, moving into the left lane and slowing to a stop directly in the path of traffic. So it was in the far left lane. And for some reason, he stopped in the far yeah, left lane. Yeah, I'm just... Why would I, you do that? And I have no idea how this stuff works, but it looks <clears> like <throat> the entrance of the tunnel. Like, somehow, did it get confused? And, I, maybe and the I was going to say, because if, if it's in full mode uh-huh. and he wants to, you know, go to that lane, all he has to do is turn the signal to notify the vehicle, I want to go that way. Okay. So I think it may have confused the turning, the entering, and... In, 
but and yeah, that's what happened. So the, is there like Weird. a signal or something? That, like when he goes into the entrance there, it gets blocked or something? Probably. Oh, okay. Because he's being tracked by uh, satellites. GPS, yeah. Here's the thing. It's just not It's not ready for this yet. Absolutely not. Okay, Absol- it's just not ready for it. And I'm a big Tesla fan. And I, it's not I am ready. too. I want Teslas to succeed. I... I want them to travel a long way on a charge. I want the charge to be fast, but I want all that to happen for them. Yeah, and and, it's not ready. and if, if one of the big draws is, it can drive you anywhere. There's not a chance I'm closing my eyes. I'm no taking my... No way. So it's like, if, no you're, way. if you're baking that into the cost, I'll just get a normal car. Thank right. you. Yep. Don't trust it yet. <laughs> just not ready. <laughs> This is Pat Gray, Unleashed.